Hey, sweetheart, hold my hand spiritually. Continue to have your heart opened. Have your mind open. Have your ears open. Yes, you are on a new level. Yes, your words have to come up higher. Yes, your thoughts have to come up higher. Yes, your ways have to come up higher. You feel challenged? You're not challenged. You always win. Thinking to be challenged is thinking there's another possibility outside of God's possibility. And there are none. You are not challenged. Because everything that you are going through is setting you up to prosper. Now you might not know what's going on and it may not feel good to you. But that means you got to come up higher with your ways. It's supposed to be good. You're supposed to feel good. You're supposed to be glad in it. You're supposed to count it on joy because you are in your mourning. Sorrow is forever gone to you. Distress is forever gone. Despair is forever gone. Feeling forsaken is forever gone. Insecurities are forever gone. Lack is forever gone. Doubt is forever gone. Unforgiveness is forever gone. Hurt is forever gone. Pain, distress, discomfort is forever gone because every step that you take has already been ordered. Your outcome has already been assured. You have good news. I have good news. There's nothing to be challenged about that. Stop thinking so much, my love. Stop thinking so much. You're thinking too much. Enjoy being where you are. Enjoy being who you are. And enjoy being who you with. I love you. Nothing can happen to you without God allowing it to. So that's great news. That's not a challenge. We only challenge, we only move, we only bother when we're drawn away in our own personal feelings. And that is the desires of lust, lust of the flesh. But we desires as a new creation. We have new desires as a new creation. We have new desires to have heart God's heart concerning everything God's thoughts concerning everything God's ways concerning everything as a new creation your heart is not troubled your heart is fixed you are not anxious you are standing still because you know God is good you know God is faithful you know God is ready you know God is able and equipped to do whatever and so are you so are you don't you dare feel any ways other than glad in it. If you don't know what's going on, then good. That may lean not to your own understanding. If you know everything that's happening, there may be some things, it may not be God. It may be you in the midst. Because God is expanding us, increasing us. And we're gaining, we're elevating, we're accelerating when it comes to trust. If we don't trust God, we don't love God. If we don't love God, how can we serve him? Trust is very important. He's not going to have you to marry me 
and see that I'm trustworthy or you be trustworthy or be found trustworthy towards me and you not trust him all the way. There are no limits to the trusting in God. So there are no limits to the preparation and to receiving a higher level of trust in God. We have to be aware that we come up higher in everything that we do, everything that we think, every way that we feel. There are no old ways. The old has passed away. So everything is new. So every way that I feel right now, I got to come up higher in this. So if I feel like I'm strange or feel like it's unfamiliar, that means I'm in a new place, new space, higher in God. Where I've never been. We got to stop thinking that it's familiar to people we've never been. If it's familiar, then you've been there before. Stop thinking that it's uncomfortable to be where you've never been. When we ask God to bring us higher, when he bring us higher, then we find words to say, like, I feel strange. I am challenged because I don't know what's going on. But your plan is, the purpose is, is to go where you've never been. To hear what you never heard. To see what you never saw. And to say what you never said. To praise how you never praise. Have faith like you never had faith. Give thanks like you never gave thanks. Lift up your head like you never had before. Lift up your voice like you never had before. You are not challenged. You are accelerating. Because you are never forsaken. You are never struck down. And you will never ever be destroyed. Calm your mind down. You have light in your eyes. Therefore, your whole body is good. Calm your mind down and keep it in thanksgiving. In the area of thanksgiving. That's what I want you to meditate on. Just thanksgiving and praise. Enter into his gates, a higher set of gates. And enter into his courts, a higher set of courts with praise. Because you have a lot to be thankful for. You have a lot to give praise for. And I want you to start with your praise from the outcome. Not before the foundation. I want you to praise from the outcome. Because God not just giving you double for your trouble. God is giving you unlimited favor. God knew that I was going to marry the wrong man. And he shut my womb up when I came across you. Because he knew what I was going to do. But we didn't. And you are to marry me if you're in the will of God. Now we can marry outside the will of God. But you are a man of faith. You are a man of integrity. Now imagine if God didn't show you no favor. Show me no favor and kept my womb open. And I bought forth other kids and still been brought back to you. And you had to set those kids that are not even yours. After knowing who I am. Because of what I've done. God spared you and he spared me. There were times when you were considering other people. Not to make a move, but you were thinking about it. It was coming across your mind and my father told me that. Even when you're going back and forth from home and here. 
You knew you desired to get married. You knew that I was, you know, out of position. You didn't see anything else for me because you thought that it was permanent what I'd done. You know, you stood fast on God's word, but it don't look like it. It don't sound like it because I made a permanent mistake as we thought. And here come God on our behalf. Because it's so much bigger than us. God said there were so many storms, severe, tragic weathers that you have escaped from. Numerous times throughout your life, you escaped the hands of death. You have an ear to hear, being led by God to come from where you're naturally born to come here and receive what God wants you to receive spiritually, to be impacted, to be imparted, to be empowered, to be transformed. You gain the double portion of a family from where you're from and where you are right here. And not even just that, my love, but God led you to me. Your reason for even being here. To fulfill. I think we ought to give God more than just saying that we challenged. Or discomfort. Because our weeping days are forever gone. I don't care who think they doing what or getting away with what. That's the enemy and he's always under our feet. But we have to know that that's where he remains. We cannot entertain his negativity. How can you be discomfort? How can you be challenged? How can you be anxious? How can I in such a time as this? Sit down, calm down, and give praise by realizing, by remembering, recognizing all the good things that God is doing on your behalf. He had me to go in front of social media. Pretty much all my friends is basically the congregation that know me. The other 2,500 is those who don't know. Had no idea. But those who in the congregation, the same church we go to, saw that. I had so many views than ever before. So many likes and comments than ever before. Wait, Q come out of nowhere. We'll see Q in a minute. We knew she got married, but now she's on here saying she's fighting for a divorce. She's out of sight of the will of God. That's bold. Because you wanted to ignore what happened by pretending it didn't. And God wanted me to take full responsibility to show you your worth, to show you your favor coming from God. His grace upon you. His love, his hand upon you as your refuge, as your dwelling place. As your rock of all ages. As your friend. He had me to stand up and let people know that I was wrong. And when they see it's you, that she's been uplifting, she poured her heart out. She begged God for forgiveness. Even this man, we don't know who she's talking about, but they were so far out. Whoa. 
How powerful is this man to witness such? And he still prays. We didn't even know this was going on. Because he still kept his eyes on God. We don't know what happened between the fours of his home. We know it wasn't pleasing. But for his ministry, why he's ministering, we can never know. We have never known. We can never see anything like that happen to this man because he never showed it. And that was nothing but the grace of God. So let me ask you again. You say you being challenged? No. You being accelerated. Change the way you're speaking. You are a new creation. You are a new creation. You are a new creation. Speaking wrong and thinking wrong can rob us. God want you to see, listen to this podcast all this time, how serious this woman he has blessed you with really is. How humble I really am. How apologetic I really am. How serious I really am. How consistent I really am. How hungry I really am. How fired up I really am. How sincere I really am. Because I took off so fast. It takes some people years to get to where I am within a year. And you've been going through this for how many years? And God brought me in one big nutshell within a year and some months. All those years worth of me not knowing but finding out. All the healing I needed. All the teachings, the impartation I needed. All the growth, the development I needed. And I'm still growing, but I'm not where I used to be. I'm not where I started out. That sounds like a praise. And it's like much thanksgiving to me. This preparation of you and I progressing is entering to his gates and entering to his courts. That's it. Everything other than that are illusions to me. No, I'm not bothered. No, I'm not challenged. God is before me. I used to speak that way. But I put the child's waist behind. No one gets that glory. No one gets the breath of my, out of my mouth. No one gets the words out of my mouth. But God being exalted. My breath is only for him. Not to be wasted anywhere else. Especially a false reality. When heaven is my real true identity. My reality. And so is it regarding you. There is no way. Our heads are hung low. Our heads are high than it ever been before, my love. Because we have unlimited favor. God had you to hear me. See how fast I have came alongside to be a one accord with you? That's a lot. Now give me some credit now. Because God exalt me. Because all this is exalting him. That's a lot of, you know, sharpening and quickening on my end. Go from what I thought to what I now know. 
what I thought I could do to now what I know I really can't. Went from saying, what have I done to Father, you can do all things. Thought it was the end of my life. Here go Christ. No, it's just the beginning. Went from you being so angry at me and being so mad at me to forgiving me, listening to me and supporting me. You daggone right I have a praise that can't be contained. Can't nobody sit me down. Won't nobody sit me down. And won't nobody want to sit me down. Knowing what I know. Encountering what I encountered. All these visions and prophecies that many wish they could see. That I have the ability to. Whenever I want to. Knowing what I'm bearing next by you. With you. Can tap in any part of the future I want. With purpose that is. But at the same time remember to come back to the present. Because they have not yet manifested. You understand sweetie. I felt the relief of you when I came to you by knowing who you finally are to me. It was like you were like, like about time. Like finally, you got it. You know. In that moment that you knew that I was on one accord with you, I can hear it in that video. I can hear it. Thanking God for giving you a brand new start. And you mean to tell me you feel challenged? Our father have to tell me that you feel challenged? No, sweetie. Don't feel challenged. Take charge with your praise. Over everything that appeared to be a challenge. Because if you accept the challenge, then here comes an obstacle. If you accept an obstacle, do you accept the trouble on every side? You accept the mountains that you cast down. You accept the storms that you seized. And there goes your focus in another direction. But still walking with God, but looking elsewhere. God knows who to come to regarding you. I'm not the only one. When it comes to marrying, I am the only one. But I'm not the only one who God comes to regarding you. You have a mother, you have a family, you have friends. But I thank God that when it comes to the real you on the inside, your true identity, which you don't even know much about because there's so much potential in you that's coming out. So many areas that all of us haven't even tapped into. And I can see that in you. Like you can see so much in me that I can't even see. I can see all of that in you. And God brings me right to you. And have me to know what to say. And what to do regarding you. We're not laying at his feet vulnerable. If we lay at his feet because we praise. It's because we're so overwhelmingly great of his goodness that we can barely stand due to the power 
of his presence. Other than that, you stand at ease. And you keep your mind at ease. Because you're about to get married. We're about to win souls. You see how powerful this is? Just like I was a soul. Not even aware of what's happening. But here come Holy Spirit. Because it's my time to prepare to marry you. Something good is about to happen to you. At the most terrible point I thought in my life. Something good about to happen. Can something good happen to me? That's like sounding like Nathaniel. Is there something good, you know, in Nazareth? Can somebody good come from Nazareth? Can something good come from out of Quenisha? And here come Christ. Before you sat down on his bed, I heard you. See what I'm saying? He's still the same. Different encounters, but the worst due to what we're going through can be the same. I was doubting what good can happen. And here come, here come Christ. Before you sat on this bed being led by me, I heard your cry in that living room. I'm here to answer you. Your life is just beginning. Now I give my life over to God. Now think about those other souls that's out there right now that God using you and I, sweetheart, when we marry, even right now before we even get married. All the souls out there, that enemy, I mean, that the enemy, yes, the enemy trying to rob and try to put them to shame. And he go, Holy Spirit, homie, excuse me, Holy Spirit. And every single one of them saying, something good is about to happen to you. And God using you and I to bring them back. Now they feel in their belly all of a sudden, uh, uh, just an openness. There used to be a void. It's an open. From hearts that was closed, now they hearkened. Something good is about to happen. I can feel it. I don't know what it is. I was about to commit suicide, but something good about to happen. I got to see this thing through. I was about to walk off on my family. I was about to walk off on my job. I was about to give up hope. I was about to walk away from God. I was about to turn away. But I feel, great sis, that something good about to happen. So I'm going to wait this thing out. So how serious are you for God to bring you with me? To marry me. So watch what you say if you want to marry me. Now. And I do the same. We have the ability to move God. I was pushing God with my praise yesterday. But what are you doing on your end while I'm pushing God with my praise? You can't feel like you've been distressed. We have to be on one accord now. Before we even think to be on one accord later. Because God deals with the now. Are you ready now? Are you on one accord with me now? Because God is showing you me. I'm not playing around with any of this. My words will only be what God say. That's the only way I could be as Jesus is. And anything outside of that, then I would not be. I've given him my life because the way I was doing it wasn't working. Obviously, that's what we all did. But I want much more than this. 
because I honor him. I don't just respect God, I honor him. I honor, sweetie. And guess what? By me honoring him, I honor you. And God has given you a great helpmate. And you already know the type of woman that you have. That's one of the reasons you were so glad that I finally got it. Yes, I can have her now. <laughs> who I'm so in love with. And I feel the same. But to show how much I'm in love with you and to show God how much I am really into this. And I may into this because God is before us. Therefore, I'm not going to rob myself or sell myself short regarding using my faith. That shows God that I receive his plan. I say yes to his will by going all the way. Ooh, the presence is powerful. I thank God for Holy Spirit. I was lying down today in my bed. I didn't know what else to do because I didn't know where I was. I didn't know what move to make, what step to take. So I thought just sit there and trust God. But I say, here go Holy Spirit. Get up. Get up. You where you never been. That's why you feel strange. But you are in a great place. So now you aware today, Quenisha, when you don't know what to do or what to say, and you feel like it's unfamiliar, that's because you accelerated to a new level, a new round. Give praise because of it. You're not where you used to be hours ago. And you want to go further than this right now? Yes. Then give forth praise. You understand, sweetheart? That's our process. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and enter into his courts with praise. I'm seeing a soccer ball, playing people playing soccer. I don't know what that means. We always win, my love. So don't you ever say you're being challenged when God is before you. God knows your outcome. And you know enough to know that you're out. You don't have to know every detail, but by you leaning out to your own understanding, you know that everything worked out for your good because God is good. You know that much. You know you have the victory in all things. You might, you might not know what day and time, but you know that you can count it all joy because God be before you. God got this. It don't matter what somebody say or what they think they can do being used by Satan. What was that? Second Thessalonians. Hold on. Let me get this. Let me get this. I got to get this. Here it is. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Second Thessalonians verse 11. Therefore, God sends them a strong delusion so that they may believe what is false for those who don't worship him. God sends people a strong delusion 
so that they may believe what is false. That spells out deception. And when we're drawn away in our own loss, then we are tempted. We're bringing ourselves from under grace. And now we begin to believe in our own delusions. And we really think it's God talking though. But then when you begin to see the power of God moving in somebody else, you notice a difference. See, I have words. I might have dreams. I might have visions. But they are illusions. Because this person has power. This person has confirmation. This person has agreements. This person is standing. This person is not being moved. This person is not making a move. This person is not becoming entangled. This person looks unbothered. This person has to make themselves be known, try to prove what they know. They falling back because they do know. And it puts the enemy to shame every time. You hear me, sweetheart? I would not be a woman of virtue if I said words like, yeah, be angry. Yeah, you are challenged. Yeah, you being bothered. Yeah, defend yourself. Nah. I wouldn't even say that without virtue. You understand? You just don't say that, period. You know what I'm saying? Rededicated or not. But let me say this. You darn right, you favored. God kept you. God kept me. Because God is faithful. Now you meditate on all the good things. And get your mind off the negative things. It don't matter what's set up to be against you. It shall not prosper, my love. I greet you with a holy hug and a holy kiss and I hold your hands the best way I can for now because we are favored and I am yours, I am yours forever because first I am God's, I am God's forever. I am so amazed to be Mrs. Martin. So I can drop hood. <laughs> Don't tell nobody that. <laughs> Martin rings a bell to me. <laughs> Quenisha Martin sounds a lot more, you know, less hoodish. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, you want to change your last name to Hood? Oh, you want to be Mr. Hood? Nah. <laughs> I'll take Martin for 300, Alex. <laughs> I feel a, a strong, you know, urge that, you know, that God had me to say your last name. This is the first time he had me to say it on this podcast talking to you. Because it's happening. I'm getting ready to become Mrs. Martin. And I'm not ashamed of that. I'm a private person. But I'm not a secretive person. 
I would not be solid when it comes to my love for you, when it comes to my devotion, when it comes to this ministry, period. Because every every demon, every devil will continue to tremble and remain deaf, blind, and dumb. Because I have a sound straight from the kingdom, which is a raw. And God said, I will release a sound of a raw at the end times, which means his final move. We are in the generation of God's final move. No one knows the exact date or time. And I thank God for that because we ought to be stressed out knowing the date and time. Because we want to fulfill. And guess what? We will. That's why we don't know the date and time because it doesn't even matter. Thank you, Holy Spirit, because it doesn't even matter. God said you will fulfill your assignment and you would not go home because you would not lay your life down until you fulfill. And no, you would not because I would not. And your life is with me and my life is with you. We make a great team. We are better together. I got you. You got me. Certain words I can't say to you right now. I can't say you got. I really want you to get me. Yeah, I want you to pick me up and take me out. Yeah, I got a lot of cute outfits to put on for you. Uh huh. <laughs> See? <laughs> yes, I do. I'm so excited to go out with you. I've never been on a date before. Don't tell anybody that. I've never been on a date before. So I'm not know how to act. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> See? Oh God! The things that we don't know, but soon we'll find out. Oh my God! But it's already written, my love. Oh God! Father, let me see what's been written down. Reading, oh my God, in this. You know, no, you're good. You're good. But I've never been on a date before, and I'm excited for you to take me on my first date. Yeah, not just going out drinking gin and juice. You understand? We in the new covenant. You understand me? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Not Jenny Juice, stuff. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I'm a joyous fool. <laughs> Can you blame me? I've been restored. I know I'm about to give birth to a son who has a great name. And God say every year, lift him up on his birthday. Lift him up before God and give him over to God as a sacrifice. And he ain't talking about no old covenant sacrifice, you know, as we lift up burnt offerings. No. Christ is the ultimate sacrifice. But to release him unto God over and over again every year, that's what God is asking of me. The same as Hannah did with Achnon, Achnon, <laughs> Samuel's father. And her to Eli every year as he grew. She bought him new clothes and they prayed with him every time. Hallelujah. I'm excited. Yes. For everything coming to pass. You be excited too. Because not too many men preparing the way and so prophetically as you are. You know more than what you're supposed to know. And so do I. A lot of things God shared with me that he didn't have to share with me. 
already know what I'm marrying. And I mean every part of you, spirit, soul, and body. I know. I encountered supernaturally, seriously. Not too many women can say that the man they marry, you know, family member who went home, came to visit and help them on special occasions, like your grandmother and this older man. He only came twice. I don't know who he is. But he wanted a part of this. I can feel from that man when he came to me that he wasn't that close to you. I mean, like wrapping his arms around you, spending time with you, taking you places and doing things with you. This older man, I'm not talking about a father, I mean a grandfather type of man. Because the way how he was dressed. That was an episode I already talked to you about that. I don't want to get into detail about that right now. Because honestly, I don't even want to discuss, you know, those encounters that I had. I'd rather encounter that with them continuously and not, you know, with anybody else. Because to me, that's very sacred. Because they could have came any other time when you and I was encountering when I wasn't even aware. But they came when you wasn't even around. And they came to me and God was sharing me. They didn't even come to you. I didn't know if your girl was going to come to you or not. No, she did not. In so many ways, but not the way she came to me. And I want to leave that like that. Keep that like that. I don't want that to be mentioned. And whoever it been mentioned to, that's fine. But that's, that's very sensitive to me because that never happened for me to keep talking about. Okay? And not too many men know they're going to, what they're going to conceive first. You know, you're having a boy. You know, what, you know what kind of anointing your son going to have. You understand? You know a lot. And the prophecies are coming like water. You know. So, let me ask you this question before I let you go, my love. Are you being challenged? Or are you being accelerated? Take the focus off of you. When we think of the things and the troubles and the discomforts that's happening towards us, we start thinking we're being persecuted. In a wrong sense. And persecution is set up for us to prosper. So we need persecution in order to have patience. And we need patience in order to have trust. We need trust in order to have love. Hallelujah. God not going to have you to listen to me. To think these words are for other people. They're for us too. First. Before we go and try to get a speck out of somebody else's eye. My love. So for you to agree of being challenged by God showing me that, by telling me that, he showed me in a vision. He's not challenged. He's not challenged. He's in the best days of his life. 
That's not charity. You keep doing what God have you to do, where he have you to do it. And know that it's all unto the glory of him while you're doing it. So make the best of it. Let me give you an answer. You want an answer? Submit to what's going on. If you're somewhere in a location where you don't want to be, you love it and you care about it because you care about the people. But when it comes to you not being where you really want to be, and it was out of your control as to why you are where you are, this is what I want you to say. God, why do you have me here? And when you say that, he's going to show you why. He's not going to show you the part where the enemy tried to set you up to fall or whoever he tried to use or whoever he did use. God's going to show you why he agreed because it's always bigger. God still continued to create Satan knowing that he would be the one to deceive because he knew he had a greater plan. God saw how you were whatever happened for you to be where you are. He allowed it because he has greater coming out of this. So submit to the greater not to the confusion, people's illusions. No, my love. This is what I want you to say. God, why do you have me here? And he's going to talk to you about it. Because you're not there permanently. Because he told me that I'm where I am permanently. <laughs> and we're getting married. So he's not going to have us in two different locations. You understand? So I want you to say, God, why am I here? He's going to show you. And you're going to begin to see how much bigger it is. And how much you were needed to be right where you are. For the glory of God. Unto the glory of God. You'd be surprised how some people will come just to hear you minister. And not just you, but all of you on one accord. And you are a part of that. Your voice is needed right there where you are. Your presence, the God in you, you as an oracle, is needed. A person who hears directly from God, releasing prophecies upon prophecy. You think prophetic. You hear prophetic. You move prophetically. That is needed to somebody in the atmosphere. It's so much bigger than you than feeling like you're uncomfortable or challenged. And when, guess what? Guess what? When you exalt him, he exalt you. So if you want to you know, push God, have him to move fast. Submit to why you're there. Father, why am I here? When I said that to God, out of 20,000, I was top five. Because it was bigger than me. Hallelujah. Don't you dare think you're going to marry me and we be up asking God for anything. We give thanks. He's our shepherd. We don't have anyone. So while we asking anything, 
No, we thank you for whatever comes to our heart. We thank God for whatever. We thank, matter of fact, we thank Him beforehand. How about that? That's our praise in our home. We thank God beforehand. What's happening here? Thank God beforehand for whatever He's about to do that we're not even aware of, but we need not to our own understanding. Thank God beforehand. And there goes the results every time. Beforehand. I'm moving God. You move him too. Because I'm ready to marry you. I'm ready to be Mrs. Martin. But we have to watch what we say. Because we have to be on one accord with this. Because I'm all the way up here with this. You must be up there with me. Because look how far and fast I came to be alongside with you. You understand? Thank you for being there. All these words and prophecies God showed me about you. You think I'm not ready to marry you yet? Think I don't want you? Oh God. You know I do. I'm maintaining. I'm maintaining. Trust me. I'm maintaining. And so are you. But I have the ability to move out, Father. So do you. By coming up higher. Speaking more like him. That's how he's moved. By hearing his own words. Seeing his own deeds. Seeing his own thoughts. And hearing his own words. Seeing his own demonstrations. Hallelujah sweetie. I love you so much. Mr. Martin. (laughs) I like saying Quenisha Martin. (laughs) It sounds so sophisticated. <laughs> oh, God. God, show me a tiara. <laughs> you can put it on my head, Father. Thank you. God said, you are indeed a king. He didn't call me a queen. He said, you're a king. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> God said, you are a priestess, Quenisha. And Dwight is a priest. You guys are my oracles. You can't tell me nothing. I know what that is now. <laughs> I know at first. No. I couldn't listen to you. I had to turn it off when you were explaining what your name meant. I didn't want to hear it because I, I could see right through you. And I was too ashamed to listen to it anymore. Only certain videos I can see and the others I can see when I marry you. I can't see right now preparing because I can see what right was what's going on in, in and through you regarding me being out of position. So I wasn't able, I only got far to the point when you left out your apartment or something. You left out, you thought somebody was calling you outside or something. <laughs> That's the same thing that happened to me. And then before then, God had me to read about Eli and Samuel. Because God was calling me and the thing is, it wasn't no voice like I thought it would be. And I was looking everywhere in my apartment. I was even looking under the bed in my sunroom in his closet. I was looking in the bathroom. I moved the shower curtains. I was looking in strange places that it can be. And it did it again. It kept doing it for days. And I was like, God, it's you. What are you saying to me? He wanted me to really meditate on, you know, being called. And God said that he want you to educate me with the name, Oracle. Because he just gave me just, just like a simple definition, but not simple, but just, you know, plain you know, just being able to release prophecies, you know, being in office, you know, elevated 
you know, spiritually as a priest and priestess. And those are the, you know, important facts about it. But God says so much more to it. But he wants you to teach me. He wants you to teach me. God said this love that you and I have is new. It never been seen. It never been heard. It never been demonstrated. And that's why it's the way it is. Because nothing is ever lost. It's actually been restored. And it's doubled for the trouble. So the intensity that you feel regarding me, when you feel like you can't control how you feel the love is speaking for you, it's because you you never ever encountered that before. But I think you're doing a great job at what you've been doing this far. Thank God for the help that you have. Because we both were, you know, we did strange things. You're walking off, I'm walking off, you know, in a midst of not being able to control the feelings we have inside because they're so much bigger than us. But I want to get off of here. I've had you long enough, but I just wanted you to say that uh-uh, I'm not going to let no man that's connected to me not feel empowered. Now, you can feel motivated by me, but my goal, my aim is to have you be empowered. Because empowerment, that's what change. That's what keeps us where we're supposed to be permanently. Motivation can have you to feel good until something happens. And then we may respond differently. Sometimes seeds can fall by the wayside being motivated. Not saying motivation is bad, but being motivated and then got to keep being motivated for the same things. But when you're empowered, you're ready to move to the next level. You learn, you gain, you, you know, you became impacted by the encounter. You're not just going off a feeling. You're going off an encounter, an experience. And that's where the power sits in. The power of God's presence. That changes us forever. That's why in order to have transfiguration on the outside, we must receive the transformation on the inside. I am so impressed with you. And I'm soon going to marry you, Mr. Martin. Yes, Mr. Dwight Martin. This is my podcast. I'm talking to you. I can call your name. I just did. You want to hear me say it again? (laughs) Dwight Martin. (laughs) You want me to keep calling on your name? (laughs) I would love to do that. Yeah. (laughs) When the time comes. Hallelujah. I love you. I thank you. Greater is using us. Mm, he's in the world. I'll talk to you later, Dwight. <laughs> I was so fast to say it again. Dwight! Oh, God. Come hither. Come hither. <laughs> Let me stop messing with you. I love you. <laughs>